Welcome to the Kick-Ass Everyday Podcast with your host, me, Tanya Tringali. Let's get ready to be bold, be amazing, and live every day to its fullest with the kick-ass powers of personal development. Oh yes, and full disclosure, there will be a healthy dose of Jersey sarcasm. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 82 of Kick-Ass Every Day. As always, I want to start off by thanking my returning listeners for coming back. And if you're new here, thank you so much for giving me a try. Together, we will use our combined energy to put out positive vibes and make a difference in our world. So this past week, I've been on a bit of a high. I have to admit that. On Friday, I had my very first brand photo shoot, and it was everything I hoped it could be. And I haven't even seen any of the photos yet. Just the experience alone was awesome. And what made it that was a combination of things. Having the right photographer, the right mindset, and the right intention all played an important role. I chose a local photographer who lives right in town. Her name is Kellen Wilson, and we just hit it off right from the beginning. So the whole experience was a positive one. So why am I telling you this? because the week was also filled with some pretty big changes that I knew would be bittersweet for me. And leaving me with some emotions that I had to do something with. Those changes being my youngest daughter, Chloe, moving to Harrisonburg to attend JMU, and my grandson, Anthony, starting junior kindergarten, which is all day school. So for the last two months... Uh, or so I've been planning not only for this week, but as I mentioned in my last episode, for the rest of the calendar year as well. Planning for these expected changes, which is the perfect lead-in for this episode. Five ways to maximize any changes in your life. And as I just mentioned, one of those ways that we will get back to in just a minute. I know that change can be really hard for some people. It's a control thing. And that's why it's so important to remember that the only thing we ever have control over is ourselves and our reaction to others. Oh, I'm sorry. Have I said that before? Good. I'm going to keep on saying it. Yes, there's that Jersey sarcasm. So my hope is after listening to this episode, you'll be able to look at change in a more positive light and welcome it instead of dreading it. When you're able to not only accept, but embrace that everything is always changing and evolving and that it's for our benefit, you'll move through life with ease and be much more in the flow and not be paddling upstream quite so much. Let's take a look at the very first way, shall we? Rather than save the best for last, I'm going to sprint right out of the gate because when you become good at this very first way, it will set you up for success in all the others. View change as an opportunity because that's what it is. An opportunity to grow as an individual, to be your absolute best, to evolve as a higher version of yourself. So how do you do this? How do you learn to see change in this way? It all starts with your mindset. We are once again back to the very first thing that I ever talked about in this podcast and the very first thing that I coach all my clients on, mindset. The way you think about things is the driver behind every action you take in life and therefore the results that you see every day. You need to develop a mindset that is flexible and open. There's a quote I have on my wall that says, have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. 
Write this down. Keep it in front of you because life is fluid. It's never static. Life becomes difficult when we try to keep it static, when we try to keep everything neatly in a box. Everything is energy and you can't keep energy in a box. Energy by its very nature is always moving and taking on new forms. And that's what we are designed to do. So when the opportunity of change comes knocking, embrace it and know that something better has arrived, even if you can't see it right away. And yes, I'm even talking about when we lose a loved one. In fact, this might be the most important change of all. This change is an opportunity for our departed loved one because they have transitioned back into pure positive energy that they were before entering into this physical form. They've rejoined source energy, God. And it's an opportunity for us, the ones still in this physical state, to make the most out of this experience. This is why we are here, why we chose this physical experience, to be on the leading edge of creation, to love as much as we can, to feel all the feelings we have, to dream the biggest dreams, and step into that ever-expanding version of ourselves. Yes, we miss them. But when we let ourselves be taken over by that grief and keep ourselves locked in that box, we are cheating ourselves out of the experience that we came here to have. And this experience is temporary. It's so brief. It's briefer for some more than others. And that doesn't make it unfair either way. Everything is by design. Everything is always working out for our higher benefit. And when you stay in spiritual alignment with who you really are, you will always make choices that benefit all. You can never control another person or their experience. So stop trying. Okay, that went way deeper than I had intended. So let's lighten things up here. The second way to maximize change is to use it to reinvent yourself. This is especially good when facing a quarter or midlife crisis. I like to look at these events as life opportunities. I did an entire episode, number 69, about the magic of reinventing yourself. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you do because I gave you several ways to help you achieve this. In it, I mentioned that I like to think of reinventing yourself as a renewal of your spirit. Our spirit is constant and the very essence of who we are. The problem is we get so bogged down by the day-to-day that we forget who we really are what makes us truly happy. So to start the reinventing process, you first need to take stock, figure out what changes you would like to see in your life and step boldly into that new person. Be deliberate about this. The changes that you make on the inside are always reflected on the outside. When using change like a life opportunity as a catalyst for reinventing yourself, it makes the reinvention process so much more powerful. Because your spirit is already seeking to evolve and grow. That's where the being stuck feeling that one experiences during a life crisis is coming from. We are resistant to the change and therefore hold ourselves in place out of fear. So when you take the reins and lead the change by reinventing yourself, you will build such momentum in your life. This is exactly what I was able to do during my midlife crisis. I figured out that what I was missing was my purpose. And once I declared what that purpose was, I was off to the races. And I haven't felt stuck like that again. I've gone through growing pains, but I've been able to keep moving forward while experiencing them. And that makes all the difference. All right, number three, try something new. Sounds simple, right? That's because it is. You know the saying, keep it simple, stupid. Complicating things when confronted with change will only help to keep you stuck because you'll find yourself in overwhelm mode and that won't help you to maximize it. 
But learning a new skill, reading a new book, watching a movie you've never seen before, even trying a new type of food will all help you to maximize any change in your life. And best of all, it's fun. That's the idea. Pick something that is completely unrelated to the change you're experiencing. This way, you won't have any resistance associated with it. And then leverage the momentum you get from that to face the change head on. When you've been able to climb that emotional guidance scale that I'm always talking about, you'll be in a much better place to accept the change and hopefully view it in a better light. Mindset and attitude, baby. Number four, for expected changes, like a new job, moving to a new house, city, etc., a new baby, kids leaving for college, any kind of change that you know is coming, make some plans ahead of time. I'm a planner and there's a reason for that. Planning for me gives me some sense of control, even if that control is in my mind, lol. But it also relieves the anxiety that's associated with these types of life changes. Perfect example is what I mentioned in the intro of this episode. I knew that my daughter would be moving out once again, and that it would fall during the same week that my grandson was going back to school. Both of these events I knew would leave me with mixed emotions, but also opportunity. So rather than get caught up in the emotions, I made sure to have plans in place for that week that would not only keep me busy, but give me things to look forward to so I wouldn't let the sadness of missing them both get the better of me. I've been planning for this time really all summer long, and I know that it helped to make the changes much easier and much more of a positive experience. A little planning, even if those plans don't work out perfectly, will help you to maximize any type of expected change and really help you to deal with your emotions in a healthy way and not get overwhelmed by them. The worst thing I could have done would have been to pretend that these changes weren't happening because if I'd done that, I would have been crippled with emotions and definitely not taken advantage of what that time has afforded me. Acceptance is once again key here. Accepting that change is a part of life and for the benefit of us really helps you to make the most of any type of change. Trust that the universe has your back and can see the bigger picture much better than you or I could. So what about those unexpected changes in life? You know, loss of a loved one, a health scare, the loss of a job, those types of things. Well, number five is all about that. And we're going to piggyback off of number four. Make a list of pre-planned things that you can do just for these types of occasions. This way you will always have something to pull from when you need it the most. So what could this list look like? A day at the beach or your favorite lake if you don't live near the coast. There's something renewing about water and nature. And for me, the ocean is always my favorite spot. And it doesn't have to be summer to enjoy this either. Sticking with nature, have a few options picked out for you to take a hike also. Now, we're not talking about mountain climbing here, people. You will never find me doing that. But a walk in a local nature reserve, park, trail, even your neighborhood is a great way to decompress. Connect with spirit and know that everything is going to be okay because it is. Listen to your favorite music as you do this or podcast, hint, hint. Being outside, breathing in the fresh air really does make all the difference. Practice your gratitude for all that you have while walking and ask for guidance as you meet the change head on. Another great thing to add to your list is a day trip somewhere that you would like to go. I love day trips 
As a kid, we couldn't really afford vacations, but we did do a lot of day trips and I have some great memories of those. Google some places that are near you that you could go to and put them on the list. Museums, historic places, wineries, an amusement park, anything that makes you feel a bit indulgent and lighthearted without breaking the bank. A change of scenery does wonders for lifting your mood. Some other things to add to your list, have a journal ready so you can journal about the change. Getting all of your feelings down on paper and out of your head is super helpful. Write out what you're afraid of, what the worst outcome of the change could possibly be, and then ask yourself what you will do if that happens. Ask it calmly and write down some ideas to deal with it. Then ask God to guide you as you face the change head on and know that he will. Also, make a list of funny, feel-good movies to have on hand that you can watch when you need them. Laughter really does soothe the soul and help you to face change with all the positivity that you can muster. Okay, I hope you found some helpful ideas in this episode to help you maximize any changes that come your way. Just to recap, number one, view change as an opportunity. Your mindset is the key. Number two, use change as a way to reinvent yourself. Number three, try something new. Number four, have plans for those expected changes. And number five, have a list of things for you to do when the unexpected arrives. Try to think of change, even the kind that can break your heart and scare the crap out of you, as necessary to help you move forward in life, to help your spirit expand and grow as you chose to do before you came into this physical body, because you absolutely did. Remember, practice makes perfect. Make dealing with change in a positive way a habit, and you'll never feel overwhelmed or filled with dread, fear, and anxiety about it again. And as Abraham Hicks likes to say, croaking or dying is a part of life and no one gets out of it. We merely move back into the non-physical realm and there's nothing to fear about that, only rejoicing. If you or someone you know could use some help with this, could use some outside insight, insight and fresh ideas to help you thrive in times of change, don't hesitate to reach out. You can connect with me on my website, tanyahelen.com, or on Instagram and Facebook, at Tanya H. Tringali. All right, my friend, I hope you have a great week and don't forget to listen and subscribe so that we can continue this amazing journey together and kick ass every day. Till next time. (laughs) 